welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast, Kevin and Chuck. Today, well, we're going to talk about inflation and what kind of items you might want to stockpile for a situation like that. I don't know, it seems like it's kind of on everybody's mind lately. Uh, You go to McDonald's, you go to the grocery store, you go pretty much anywhere, you're going to notice a difference in the bill. You know, and sometimes it's not that big of a difference. And other things, it's like shocking. You know, you go to buy a new car or even a used car right now or get an auto repair, prices are way up or they can't even get the parts. You know, things are kind of crazy. Um, you, uh, you know, you go to McDonald's and instead of being maybe, I don't know, seven, eight bucks, it's nine or 10 for a meal. You know, you go out to eat. Freaking Waffle House the other day was like 30 bucks for breakfast. You know, and I'm like, wait, there's two of us. You know, I'm like, wait a minute, it's Waffle House. Kid Rock eats here. What the hell? You know, I was like, this isn't Class A. You know, yeah, Waffle House. Uh, you know, when Waffle House prices are going up, man, that you know things are getting bad. That's the signal, right? Mm-hmm. And and basically, the waiter. I I think I maybe even mentioned this. Been I'm I'm dumb, but you know the uh, the waiter was like. Uh, you you know if you give me a bigger tip I'll I'll put free items on there and and then it'll work out for both of us and I'm like yeah it's not gonna work not... out for you it's just gonna work out you're, for him. you're down you're down for cheating your employer that's great and everything jackass but uh you know anyway so basically what even causes inflation like how does that even happen Kevin well there's there's actually a, quite a few things that can cause inflation um uh. One thing that that causes inflation is is uh, they call it demand pull inflation. Uh, demand pull inflation is part of the reason that we're dealing with what we're dealing with. Um, demand pull is is when there's uh, demand for items is higher than the supply. Now, part of the issue that we've been dealing with with COVID is that uh, you know shipping shipping costs and and problems with shipping have caused a shortage in a lot of items you know a lot of items just aren't showing up that's the issue with uh uh, with cars and uh electronics and uh even with toilet paper you know toilet paper prices are going up too uh we had a serious shortage last year we're not going to have another shortage but prices are going to go up and that's because um there's a problem with uh shipping problems with uh wood pulp that they use to make the toilet paper that um, and it's a big big bulky item to ship, you know. So right, right. Um, one of the other causes is uh, cost push inflation. Now, cost push inflation is is an increase in wages, which unfortunately we haven't really seen. Um, no, we have not. You know, prices are going up, but but most people's paychecks really aren't. You know, it hasn't hasn't changed a lot yet. You know, I think that's going to change over the next year or two. They may be going down. They said actually people have been seeing a decline in their paychecks, you know, in new mm-hmm. hires. Right, right. Um, another cause of this inflation uh, that we're dealing with right now is increased money supply. Uh, turns mm. out you can't just print money and and pay for everything. It doesn't, doesn't work out in the long run. You know, You're saying there's a possibility solution. that Pelosi didn't know what she was talking about? Yeah. Well, the, <laughs> I'm not even going to get into that. that. I don't feel like that's even worth having a discussion about. Um, and uh, another another cause of inflation can be uh, 
devaluation of a country's exchange rate. That's not something we're necessarily dealing with. Um, That's because everybody's you know, doing the same thing of printing money, right? Yeah, every everybody's everybody's kind of fucked fucked with the same same issues all around the world. So everybody's uh, currency is devalued, and when everybody's currency is devalued, it doesn't really mean anything, right? So those are the main causes of inflation. I think uh, the two main causes for us right now is the uh, uh, shortage in supply and increase in in money supply. You know, so so you know that's kind of where we're at. Uh, I don't see a lot of people predicting that things are going to get much better in the next year. Uh, if anything, it looks like it's going to get worse. So um, you know, we've got to kind of come up with some strategies and what we can do as preppers to be ready for this sort of stuff and, and, you know, hopefully keep from, you know, keep from losing our ass trying to buy groceries for the family. Exactly. So we're going to kind of try and dig into some hard numbers first, kind of see where we're at and then we'll kind of come up with some solutions is, is my plan here. So what I think is I, I was actually, I was watching a video, watching actually a bunch of videos and read some wall street journal articles and, you know, it was digging deep for you guys because, you know, I, I, I dig through the weeds so y'all don't have to, I guess is the plan. Um, it's funny, I, I watched this uh, this guy, I believe he's a Sikh. Um, you know, they're the guys with the turbans and the hardcore beard. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm a fan of yeah. Sikhs. You know, they're, always, they, they're supposed to always carry a knife with them or a dagger with them in case shit goes down. You never know when you got to slit throats, you know, things get I mean, real. I feel like um, if you're going to have any religious doctrine, that seems like a reasonable, reasonable one to have. Yeah, now, this guy's got like a, he, he sounds logical, everything I ever hear him say. And, uh, you know, again, I haven't been through all his videos, so I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe me and him will, will part ways somewhere along the way. But for now, uh, he's got a channel, Rethink Rich. And uh, on YouTube. And anyway, he's pretty entertaining. And honestly, straightforward and to the point. And, you know, I've always kind of had a uh, a little appreciation for the Sikhs. One, because they've been fighting Muslims in hardcore since the beginning of time. And, uh, I, you know, I always take them seriously. There was a, uh, a gas station that I used to frequent back when I was fixing refrigerators and whatnot. And uh, the uh, the guy, somebody came in to rob him with a shotgun. And he just whips off his flip-flop and chases him out the door. And he's like, no. And, you know, that's good shit right there. You know, when you, you're serious, you know, nobody's mm-hmm. going to fuck with that. You, you know, that's yeah, like, Even if you only you have a, George you bring a, a flip-flop to a gunfight and you still uh, come out on top, that's pretty impressive. That's Now, I don't know why he didn't go for the dagger. But, you know, sometimes, you know, you have to decide, like – you know, me and a flip-flop versus you and a shotgun, that's like a fair fight. If I bring in a dagger, I'm kind of yeah. overpowering you, you know? It's like, fucked. hey, yeah. then I'm a little too much, man. And then, you know, so anyway. So, bottom line, whatever. He, uh, we were ta- They were talking about uh, on YouTube is is what's, what's actually happening with inflation this year. So I, I know we had mentioned previously about it going up like a half a percent or something each month and, you know, kind of ridiculous numbers. It's uh, actually 6.2% so far this year is uh, inflation in general. Uh, fuel oil prices have gone up 59.1% nationally. 
Uh, energy overall has gone up 30%. Used vehicles, 9.8%. Food, 5.3%. Uh, meat, poultry, fish, and eggs in particular were like 119 And yet wages were down half a percent. So that's kind of, you know, um, and basically I think one of the things going on is uh, unemployment and getting your COVID checks and that kind of stuff is honestly kind of a better deal than what you're getting going to work. And that's where things are falling apart, at least for a lot of people. Now, some of us can't get that same money on unemployment that we could get at a real job. So that's, you know, that or maybe you have some kind of moral compass or, uh, you know, feel some kind of obligation for, you know, if you don't work, you don't eat kind of thing. And you maybe see the bigger picture. I like to think that's what, you know, most of you guys are going with. But, you know, hey, teach his own, right? Um, So that's it. People feel like they're getting a better deal on unemployment. Some people are legitimately scared of going out you know, and, and catching the virus or whatever, you know, they're like, I don't want to leave home and whatever. Maybe they're just tired of everybody being nasty and mean because they're all grumpy wearing a mask all the time. I don't know. But, you know, people aren't going to work. And I think that's what's causing a lot of the supply chain issues is that, you know, they can't get employees. And that's, you know, restaurants are, you know, doing half days and shit like that. Because, or you know, I, I see, oh, we're closed on Mondays and Sundays because we don't have the employees to staff it. You know, that kind of thing. It, it's crazy. Um, I, I know, you know, getting uh, engine parts or whatever, getting new trucks, new vehicles. You know, I talk to car lots. They're like, oh, you know, we have five cars, five new cars on our new dealer car lot. That's insane. You know, they have used mm-hmm. cars. But right. th- nobody has anything new. You know, new trucks. I talk to my buddies and they're getting phone calls from the dealer. Oh, you know, your three-year-old truck will pay you what you paid for it brand new, you know, if you just sell it back to us. But yeah. they're like, yeah, but I can't because I can't go buy another truck. You know, right. there's exactly. nothing out there. Exactly. The value so, of my house has gone up, but I can't sell it because I just have to buy another expensive house. You right. Know? And that's like, everyone's like, oh, well, just take the equity out of your house. Now, just be careful with that. Because that's what got a lot of people in trouble back in, like, what, 2009? 2008, yeah. So here's what happened. Um, Consolidating your debt and getting it down into a cheap interest rate, good idea. Do it, but don't take on new debt. Don't be like, hey, you know, my house is worth so much, I could take out an extra 50 grand and go spend it on nonsense. Don't take on new debt that you don't really see a real way to get a return on it, I guess is is my point. Because what happened before was the uh, basically interest rates went up and interest rates will go up to like 6% or something normal instead of 3%, you know, two and a half percent, whatever the hell people are getting. Right. But the problem is all of a sudden now that house costs a whole lot more money or Property taxes cost a whole lot more money because remember your property taxes are a percentage of the value. So if your house just doubled in value, well, guess what might happen to your property taxes? They might double. 
that gets a lot more expensive for you. Now, if you're out in the, you know, the rest of the country, other than the crazy states, New York, California, New Jersey, you know, the crazy ones, their taxes, when your taxes are equal to your mortgage payment, that's significant, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if your taxes are $12,000 a year, I know some of you are like, that's impossible. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not it, impossible. It can happen. Um, the, uh, you know, but if your property taxes are 800 bucks and they double to 1600 a year, probably not going to throw you off the cliff, you know, mm-hmm. but if they double, you know, from 12,000 to 24,000 a year, that might hurt your uh, bottom line a little bit. So just be aware of that. Be aware of what kind of trouble you're getting into when you take on new debt. Now, if you're taking on new debt to buy more property that's going to go up in value, you know, just be careful how far you leverage yourself because definitely interest rates go up, housing prices come back down a little bit. Now, they may not come back to where they were before. They might come down 25% from the peak that they hit, but that's something to be aware of that, hey, and then like you're like, well, it doesn't matter. I have my mortgage. Now, if your mortgage is fixed, that's where a lot of people got into trouble before was they had the variable rate interest rate. And the variable interest rate, all of a sudden it was 3% for a while and then it went to 7%. And they're like, what? You know, because all of a sudden now your interest is freaking huge, right? So be careful of that. But also, even if it goes up, your payment will stay the same. Mind you, you run the risk of your taxes going up. But in general, your payment will stay the same, but you can never move because you can never sell your house to pay off your giant mortgage that you took on. So right. just be aware of that. Just a little back of your mind. I, I I know it's not a financial show and whatever, but hey, you know, let's be prepared for life. And I feel like there's a lot of people who don't understand that concept. And I just saw a lot of people get burned where they're like, I can't get out of my house, so I'm stuck living here and stuck with whatever forever because I owe 350 and my house can only sell for 200 So I have mm-hmm. to come up with $150,000 to sell my house. That's a problem. So don't put yourself in you know, that situation. Um, just be aware of the choices you make. So anyway, now that we have a little cash, we've got our house and our bills squared away, what kind of items, like what's disappearing or what's going to disappear? What should we be stockpiling? What's going on out there, Kevin? What should we be doing? Well, one thing one thing that I think uh, we should all look into, um, you know, on, on this show, we always talk about storing water. Um, now's not the time to do it. Uh, water, uh, bottled water prices are going up. Um, you know, it's, it is okay to drink tap water. Uh, it's okay to store tap water. Uh, as really? long as your your sink is working, use that water. Don't don't bother with the the bottled water right now. You know it's not. not so that's actually yet. where we could save money, right? Um, by not buying bottled water. Right now, there's also a, a glass shortage, which is uh, increasing the price of liquor. Which is that this is a bad situation. You know, uh, sounds, we could you be know, in a I bad noticed spot. my Southern Comfort was coming in a different bottle. 
They uh, mm-hmm. they used to have the the nice like it would say Southern Comfort in the glass and that kind of thing. And now it's mm-hmm. like a straight smooth glass bottle. And yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry. As you yeah, like. now I know it, some of you guys had posted some uh, some stuff over the past few years of uh, putting together stills that you you know you've gotten. Um, I know Brian was talking about that recently. Maybe it's a good time to start making your own moonshine. Uh, but I feel that 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 liquor prices are going to come back down. Um, and also, you know, I mean, liquor is not a necessity of life. It's just, uh, Kevin, just something we enjoy. Isn't it though? Isn't it though? Yep. Uh, another thing that I'm seeing a lot in in increase in prices uh, is meat and uh, and eggs. You know, specifically chicken. Um, now, uh, a lot of the guys that listen to this show are, are into raising their own chickens. Um, it's a great idea. It's a great idea to get into something to start, you know, new project to start up if you're not doing it already. Um, you know, I, I know that I'm, I've got more eggs than I could ever eat. Uh, and it's, you know, it's a great supplement. Eggs are a great food. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, full of protein, low in, low in all the stuff you don't want and high in all the stuff you do want. Uh, it's a great asset to have, and it's a great way to save some mm. money on your grocery bill. Um, canned goods are going up in prices. Now, a lot of you guys, I, I'm one of those guys that loves uh, loves canned food as a storage item, as a prepping item. Um, a lot of you guys don't go yeah. for the canned food. That's that's fine. You like freeze-dried or, you know, whatever else. Um, but, you know, now's not the time to stock your pantry. Now's the time to use your pantry. Um so you know, stay away from the the canned food. That prices those prices are going to come back down. It's a it's a shortage of aluminum that's causing that that uh, uh, those prices to go up. So something to keep in mind as far as uh, working on your preps. You know, steer more towards the rice and the freeze dried food for the next uh, next six months to a year. Well, my advice there would be if the price is right, buy it. But yeah, be aware that you know if it seems too high, don't you know jump in there um yeah uh salt and sugar always a nice uh thing to stockpile but again check the prices you know coffee Mm -hmm. i know black rifle coffee uh has always taken care of me sent good stuff um they do take care of veterans first responders it is a bit of a premium coffee maybe you cut back a little bit but I figure, hey, compared to Starbucks, I'm looking pretty good at the price per cup. Yeah, and honestly, um, there's a there's a drought in Brazil right now that coffee prices are gonna go up. So if you are Ooh, gonna stock Kevin, up let's on, not on talk coffee ugly stuff, yeah, no, it might be a good time to buy some. You know, make sure it's it's freeze dried. Make sure it's in a good container that it's gonna last a while. And uh, but now might be the time to buy some buy some extra coffee and have it have it in the in the uh, cabinet there. You know, now I am happy to report that ammo is coming back down. Um, it's still not where it should be. Um, I'd love to see five, five, six back at like a maximum of like 39 cents around right now. I've seen between 43 and 50 cents around. So, you know, well, it, it's going in the right direction. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's going in the right direction. Um, you might want to check on that. I know, uh, Midway has, uh, the uh, 41 uh, small rifle primers, 1000 for 99 bucks with free shipping. Again, I'd like to see it at like $69, $79. But, uh, 
but it's been a while since we've been there and at least they're in stock for you reloading guys. Um, you know, things are going in the right direction. Um, another thing you might want to think about stockpiling a little bit is fuel. Um, yeah. And I'm talking about uh, gas and diesel. Uh, you know, filling up those cans might not be a bad move. Uh, things are reasonably priced right now. Diesel keeps, uh, you know, especially if you can go out and get some non-ethanol gas, maybe top off the uh, the old uh, lawnmower cans and things like that. Your little extra, you know, supply you keep around the house. I know I keep mm-hmm. a couple extra. I think I think on average... I keep like 10 gallons of uh, gas and I keep like 20 gallons of diesel on hand, but that's just the diesel lasts. And Hey, I want to have my tractor forever. You know, I want the end of the world. I want my, my tractor running, you know? Right. Right. I think, uh, you know, that's a good point about diesel. I mean, you can, you can store that for a long time. Um, I try and use up most of my, most of my gas towards the end of the year, uh, you know, stuff for like lawnmowers and that sort of stuff. Yep. And, uh, you know, resupply, you know, midwinter, um, there's no reason to keep that stuff, you know, over the winter. It's just not going to, it's not going to yeah. run great when you, when you start up in the, in the springtime. Um, but diesel right. is, a, is something to always keep on hand. It's great for, right. yeah, you're right. You can stabilize gasoline. Um, but, uh, diesel is great, you know, as, as far as a, a lot of people have, uh, furnaces that run on, on kerosene, you can use diesel yep. for all that stuff. Um, keeping your house warm in during the winter is, is, you know, obviously it's a priority. All right. Now uh, I, I do have put to put on a sweatshirt out, though. Right. Don't take away, uh, you know, the furnace will run on kerosene diesel in kerosene furnaces will smoke a lot more than it should. So just take a note there that, uh, yeah, it's not um, ideal, but it'll, are, it'll right. be fine. Oh, it'll definitely work, but yeah, I've yeah. seen a little smoke out of there. But anyway, um, if you're storing diesel, uh, if you want it to last years and years and get a little out of it, try and keep it where it's not going below like 35, you know, like in a warmer kind of area where it's not going to gel up at all. So if you can keep it mm-hmm. in the barn or something like that in the basement, that would be a little better than just anywhere. Um, you know, Kevin mentioned, uh, some toilet paper issues. Again, it's not the time to run out and buy things that are high in price already. It's kind of the time you want to look forward to, you know, Hey, what's not expensive, um, during inflation, like as far as the investor point of view, you want to look at like commodities, you know, things that people need, you know, they're going to be buying oil in the future. They're going to be buying you know, natural gas stuff, things that make that happen. Uh, you know, your new Xbox games and things like that. Yeah, you have your random spikes. There's things that, you know, are trendy or whatever. Things are always going up and down. But the things you can count on are the solid, like, commodities. Um, real estate will typically hold value or go up through inflation. And like I said, it may have, you know, a peak and then come back down a little bit. But as a whole, it's going to fare well a lot better than nonsense. Um, you'll find that actually as inflation happens, at first things are expensive and tough to get, you know, with the like buying a used boat or whatever. But once people have no money, nobody gives a shit about buying a used boat. You know, nobody's like, hey, I want to go boating this summer when I can't afford food for my family. 
You know what I'm saying? So the value of your boat is going to actually come way down. So you want to think about things like that. But like Kevin said, it's a great opportunity to go out and get, you know, pick up those things when they do come down in price. You know, hey, look, classic cars are way down. You know, I don't know. That's not what I'm saying is actually happening. I'm saying that's something to watch for, you know, things like that. But then when people are flush with cash, then the value is going way back up. You know, that's that's how that ebb and flow kind of works. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one of the other things that uh, I'm seeing a big price increase in is uh, diapers, which, um, mm-hmm. you know, no, I don't have to, I don't wear diapers anymore. Um, no. None of my kids are in diapers. Uh, it's not a big deal. You might be going for, back for in a few years, but <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, a few more years. You know, never trust a fart when you get to a certain age. But, um, uh, you know that that is an issue with people. You know, people generally with younger kids uh, are generally yes. younger people that have less less money. So it is an issue. Um, right. Uh, you know, you can switch to cloth diapers. That'll be less expensive. I never use cloth diapers because I'm not some kind of hippie. Um, right. But something that's reusable like that is a, is a great way to, to uh, you know, to cut some of the costs. Um, another thing that's going up in the same with the same for the same people is is child care. Uh, prices are going through the roof as far as um, getting somebody to watch your kid. So, uh, you know, one of the things you can do is maybe, uh, you know, Maybe that's something that you're into, you know, you or the missus Maybe I or quit or my job and set up a daycare, set up a daycare, you know, situation. If you're taking care of your kids already, it might be, uh, you know, might be able to make a little extra money by, by, uh, helping out with somebody else's kids. So just yeah. something to keep in mind. It's, uh, right now it's, it's hard to find somebody. Um, uh, you know, the thing is that daycare workers are generally making $12 an hour and, uh, nobody's working for $12 an hour anymore. You can't, you know, there's no reason to have a job and not be able to pay your bills when you can also not have a job and not be able to pay your able. bills, right? You know, be broke both accurate. either way and not have to fucking work. So, uh, you know, right. so that is, you know, one thing that, you know, if that's, you know, if you've got a heart for that type of thing, you know, I personally hate children. I, I would never have a right. take care, but, you know, I'm not everybody. I know some people are, you know, into that sort of stuff. So, you know, maybe a possible way to earn some extra cash if, uh, you know, if the wife's at home or if, you know, if that's something you guys are into. Right. No, it sounds, sounds like a smart move. That's the thing. I mean, you got to think about what you have to offer and what people need. I know people with young kids can be desperate, you know, for Mm -hmm. trying to find and solve their daycare solutions. And that's something, you know, um, I, I think I had mentioned, you know, I was talking to an appraiser and he was like, you know, hey, I'm making money hand over fist because, you know, it basically is a kind of economy proof. You know, when people can't sell their house, they're all refinancing or, you know, things like that. There's always something going on. And that's there. there's just certain jobs that are kind of stable kind of throughout things. And, you know, when everybody's stuck and desperate, they're probably not buying new houses left and right, you know, or the prices might be coming right. down where the commissions, you know, are a little tighter or things like that. So just be aware. Um, look for opportunities. Uh, so, you know, needful things like Kevin said, alcohol, I would add tobacco to that. Um, you know, uh, think of like 
you know, from the prepper point of view, you know, make sure you have your kind of medicines and things like that that you need. Because those things, you know, like cough and cold medicine, you know, they can get tough when, you know, when everybody's out there dying of COVID or whatever, you know, it's maybe tough to find the decongestants and things like that. I don't know. I don't haven't been out trying to buy this stuff because I'm actually pretty well stocked on things. But these are the things to be looking at, you know, look at, at what kind of food, what kind of, you know, things you have there. But also think of your like basic maintenance. Think of what you need to be working and what you need to keep it working. You know, you, you're, get your cars squared away, you know, your tires, whatever, you know, put your money into real products is I guess what I'm talking about. I'm not mm-hmm. saying get into debt. I'm saying that, you know, things that are real is where you should be spending your money instead of nonsense. You know, it's right. funny. I used to kind of have a rule where, and it kind of helped me in life is anytime I would buy anything, I would be like, all right, but what's this worth when I'm trying to sell it at a yard sale later? Mm-hmm. You know, is right. somebody going to give me $5 for this or is this going to be worth the 75 I'm paying for it right now? You know, like think about what you're doing before you do it and think of its real value. You know, that kind of mindset, I don't know, kind of really helps. Like I, I think it was brought on, you know, being in the military, you know how they say you move all the time. Well, I was moving all the time. And every time you're like just throwing out tons of stuff and you're like, man, I paid, you know, I paid so much for that. I bought DVDs for $20 and I bought, you know, and I'm just throwing it out. They're just garbage sitting on the floor or stuff that's filling up a storage unit. And it just, it ends up, you know, it disgusted me. I just, I was like, I can't do it. And now every time I buy something, I'm like, well, one, can I find it used? Does it whatever? And it's not about like being stupid cheap. It's about being smart. Just think about what you're doing before you do it. I mean, there's certain things that it's better off, you know, buying a good tool set. It, it's hard to find a complete tool set, you know, used. Right. But, right. you know, be, be frugal with your money enough that you're aware of it, you know, be, you know, aware of what's going on now, buying a new toolbox for four grand, whereas you can buy the same very premium four grand toolbox for 2,500. You're already ahead of the game. And maybe you don't even need a $2,500 toolbox, but you might. I mean, I'm just saying there, uh-huh. it is possible. <laughs> I'm not, not ruling that out. I don't want to be ugly here. Um, I have heard rumors of certain jobs where when you uh, quit and leave that you get to keep your toolbox at the end of it. It's like a little retirement parting gift. I'm just saying that might be a thing. So you may want to now- look into those jobs. This is our, our uh, almost Christmas episode. I don't think we're going to have another episode before Christmas, right? Um, that sounds accurate. Yes. So, I mean, uh, yes. you know, obviously most of you guys that are responsible have done all your Christmas shopping. I'm not a responsible person. I still have to no, get all no, my shit. that doesn't sound accurate. Um, yeah. One of, the, one of the costs, one of the major costs though right now are electronics. Um, mm. So, you know, maybe a good time to, steer your kids away from the video games um toys are going up in price too though so there's not a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of uh room there um toys and uh toys and uh electronics are are you know going up through the roof right now hey, um, i uh so 
Oh, my wife. You know, I don't have a whole lot of say, options. <laughs> I don't have a whole lot of solutions yeah. to this, but uh, you know, keep that in mind. You don't have to fucking blow your kids' minds every Christmas by uh, you know, having a massive room full of gifts and and shit. You can you can keep it reasonable, and this is a good year to do that. Yeah, I saw somebody. Uh, you know, it was like, yeah, people they posted on the internet. You know, all the little clever shit out there. Um, they uh-huh. posted something about, oh, people keep asking me what I want for Christmas. And I told them, well, right now I'm really into groceries, heating oil, and, uh, you know, and gas for my car, having new mm-hmm. tires on my car so it drives me to work, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, hey, yeah. I'm just saying these things are not that bad. You know, maybe even the 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 family that it's a little tight you know you have the sister brother somebody out there that you feel you need to look out for you know maybe the gift card at walmart or whatever for groceries isn't necessarily the bad plan you know mm-hmm. i mean maybe they'll go out right. and buy shit with it and you'll just be cursing anyway you'd be like oh i gave them 200 bucks and they freaking went and bought a new tv or whatever you know mm-hmm. but you know that's the kind of thing though and you know, there are things, you know, quality, uh, woods come back down a little bit. You know, you can go out and build something nice for your friends, mm-hmm. family, whatever. You know, do the nice little woodworking project. Maybe give a little bit of your time and effort. I will say, um, my, my company uh, employer there likes to pretend that we uh, we care about people and, and they have these uh, mandatory volunteer hours. So you have to help oh, out yeah. the world because that way we can be like, look, as a company, we volunteer all this time, but really it's like whatever. So anyway, we put together these uh, care packages for the kids and, uh, you know, we will fill book bags before school or things like that. You know, when the school year is about to start, we'll put together knapsacks with notebooks and pencils and pens and whatever crayons, protractors. I don't know what the hell kids use. Um, so anyway, and we're putting it together and it's got these like, uh, so each bag of food was like, uh, these little, like, I'd say like three ounce can of a meal, like a three ounce can of, uh, mac and cheese, a three ounce can of, uh, I don't know, SpaghettiOs, a three ounce can of beef macaroni, you know, different crap like that, right? So you had like four meals like that, had these two juice boxes, two milk containers, and two little containers of cereal. And I was like, all right, at best, if the kid's going hungry and the kid weighs about 40 pounds, he's maybe getting two days out of this little thing that I'm thinking. Now, they gave me... uh four hours of volunteer time, you know, packing these, uh, these little bags, sending it out to, you know, whatever in the little assembly line. And yeah, I maybe like drove a fork truck and went and picked up a pallet and brought it over to, you know, make things go easy, things like that. But bottom line, I was like, you know what? You should have just had me work and taken four hours of my paycheck. Cause the, the kid <laughs> would, would better, right? rather have freaking 200 bucks or whatever, you know, it'd be a lot happier, you know? I was like, yeah, that's, I mean, it, I don't know. Well, I guess my point is be aware of what you're doing with your, you know, your money and your time. Um, yeah. 
you know, if it's easier for you to make money, then make money and do what you do. If you can't go out and turn the money like that, then you need to instead freaking, uh, you know, see if you can use your mind and whatever. And I got to say, people do love the homemade, you know, nice custom stuff and, and things you can do if you have any skills in that. And maybe your skill isn't right. woodworking. Maybe you're the metal guy. Maybe uh, uh, Spanny Blades there is, uh, you know, whipping out a nice knife for me for Christmas. I don't know. I keep checking the mailbox. <laughs> I haven't seen anything there, but I'm assuming that's what he maybe got me. I mean, you know, because that would be smart, right, Seth? You know, I'm just saying, putting that out there. I'll keep looking in the mailbox. I don't know if it's coming. You know, who knows? But uh-huh. – you know, that's the kind of trick, though, is is what you do. You know, maybe your wife is great at, you know, crocheting sweaters or something or another. I don't know. I don't know what what it is that people do. Maybe you go plant a garden for somebody, you know. But there are mm-hmm. other ways that it doesn't have to be shelling out cash into nonsense. And even if you are shelling out cash, try and think of things that have real value, you know, as these holidays approach and, and things like that. Try and, you know, focus on real value. And, you know, sometimes time and whatever is the value that you're giving. Um, you know, I, uh, the old, the old lady, uh, you know, was like, oh, earlier in the year, oh, you know, this coffee table is really beautiful. I'd love to have one like that, whatever. And I was like, shit, I could whip that out. But that's the thing. No joke. I probably spent 60 bucks in wood. And, uh, you know, I'm going to put together a nice coffee table. Um, I did realize that it was because I have the right tools in my house that it was actually going to go a lot smoother than I thought it would. Um, I was like, oh, thank God I have a belt sander. Oh, you know, I have a planer. I can actually, you know, rough that out really quick and I can, you know, things like that. Um, But different things that, that you have. Think of the skills you have. Think about what has real value. And, you know, try and focus on that. And, you know, right before the holidays, I think that's, you know, nice to kind of reset back to, you know, that mindset of, hey, you know, I don't need to just stuff junk so somebody has 40 things to open. That's that's not mm-hmm. what it's about. Right. You know, let, let's spend time with each other, enjoy each other's company. But in everything you're doing, think of what value you're getting in return. And I guess that's, you know, the big focus. I had actually just read a post last night. One of my uh, my college professors, my job actually sent me back to school. And I just kind of finished it up. But one of the, the college professors that I, I stayed in touch with is like just retired. And, uh, and he didn't, you know, he retired from being a college professor. But the guy is, is a, a local uh, like electrician and that kind of thing. And... He was like, look, I'm doing two jobs. They're paying me crap at the college. And he's like, and I'm just missing all the time with my family. And the guy, you know, was talking about, he's like, when I was nine, my dad died and, you know, stuff like that. And he's like, and I always never wanted to be that guy, you know, who's always working and nonstop in a way. And you miss the time with your kids. And he basically took the time to reprioritize. You know, and hey, let me stop what I'm doing and realize what's important. 
maybe we actually sacrifice a little bit and have less stuff. My kids don't have as cool video games or they don't have, you know, the new car when they're 16 or whatever the hell it is people with lots of money do. You maybe skip some of those things, but being there for your family and spending time with people is not a bad way to be. So, Mm -hmm. you know, just think about your priorities and where you're heading in life. Yeah, the most you can spend on a kid is time. And that's, you know, that's a fact. It's a, you know, it's, it's important and it's more important. Like, like Chuck was saying, it's more important than, than the video games and all the other bullshit that you might be able to buy them. Right. Or you having the nicer car or whatever. I mean, maybe you're not even spending the money on the kids. You're just like, fuck it. (laughs) We need a nice house or whatever. You know, it's, it's just, there's a balance obviously. And, and life is all about figuring that out. You know, how much do I do work? You know, you don't want your kids going hungry either. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be a man and provide. But just the same, being a man is also taking care of your kids and not ignoring them and whatever. So, you know, it all comes down to value. And that's really what you need to be thinking about, you know, with inflation and everything is what's the value and decide what you're going to get in return. You know, know how you're going to take care of the people you love. And sometimes it's not stuff. So just think about it. Um, I did notice there's some new guys uh, supporting us on Patreon. I like that. You know, you guys looking out for us. You can go to patreon.com slant prepping badass if you want to, uh, you know, take care of us a little bit. Uh, I will try and shoot out some prepping badass patches to anybody who signs up. Um, you have any show ideas, things you want to tell us about, talk about, care about, whatever, you can email us at preppingbadass at gmail.com. Maybe you need that last minute Christmas gift that's not going to quite show up on time. You can go to preppingbadass.com and buy some badass gear. Maybe you don't get what you want under the tree and you're like, shit, I didn't get my prepping badass t-shirt like I really wanted. That's your opportunity. Treat yourself a little bit. Mm-hmm. A little something Treat for yourself. You. Something nice. Um, you know, that's completely the opposite of what we were just talking about. But, you know, hey, mm-hmm. each his own, right? <laughs> um, but, you know, that's it. Just, uh, you know, hey, we appreciate you guys listening. It's been another fun year. Uh, I'm actually kind of rejuvenated I uh, to do uh, some exciting new episodes for you guys coming up. I've been thinking about cool things and I actually reached out to a bunch of trigger manufacturers and was able to uh, get some great companies to uh, jump on board and send us some triggers to evaluate, Uh, you know, see what we can throw in the AR-15. I'm excited. They're willing to work with us and, uh, you know, uh, Midwest Industries, Timney Triggers, some other good guys as as the more, uh, more guys sign up, I will keep them posted but we're excited about that and see what they have to offer and uh looking forward to an exciting new year so with that stay safe and we'll talk to you guys next week the survival and basic badass podcast is a proud member of the self-defense radio network